Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. Coming to you from Fabulous Studio B in Brayton, Florida, it's the Grind Time Wrestling Podcast with the GTW Ringside Commentary Team. I'm your host, Handsome Dan Salorzno, and joining me today, we got the commentary panel. We got Tugboat, Drew Kissler. We got A-Train Andy Liner. Chugga, chugga, choke slam! <laughs> and of course, we got, uh, we got Jay Breezy. Mr. Smoke out your girl! Mr. Smoke Out Your Girl. And uh, today we're going to be previewing New Gen on the Block. Uh, it's happening Saturday, January 23rd in Sarasota, Florida um, at the new Grind Fit location, 5642 Jason Lee Place. Oh, I uh, love Jason Lee. Before we get That's into right. that, we'll do a little uh, business in the front. You know how we do it in Jabroni U. Then mm-hmm. we party in the butt. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at JU Wrestling and on Twitter at JU underscore wrestling and of course at jabroniuwrestling.com. If you want merch, you can find JU Wrestling gear at our Threadless store at jabroniu.threadless.com. Uh, to follow Grind Time Wrestling, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at official Grind Time Wrestling. To purchase, uh, purchase. <laughs> to purchase tickets to Next Gen on the Block and all future events, subscribe to Grind Time Wrestling at eventbrite.com. Tickets are only 20 bucks and are extremely limited. You pay more at the door, so get your tickets now at eventbrite.com. All right, boys. Uh, looks like we got a pretty interesting uh, card here. Uh, I think we can just go down uh, top to bottom and talk about all the exciting matches that are going to be on here. And let's uh, let's start off first First match. Let's start with uh, the Captain Aranova versus the Cheese. Uh, Andy. Tell, tell, tell me what you think. Tell me, tell me what you got. Tell me who you got for this match. Yeah, man. Uh, the cheese uh, is actually not shredded, uh, but he is a big gentleman, and uh, he definitely has uh, the size advantage on Captain Aaron Nova. Uh, the cheese is a lot of fun, man. He he just goes out there, plays it up to the crowd. Uh, he's not a you know he's he's not a bad guy. He's not a good guy he's just the cheese you know what i'm saying (laughs) so um i'm really excited about this matchup but uh i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say the cheese gets it done man okay you're thinking about you're thinking about the cheese uh let me hear from jay breezy what who you got for this match uh you know i'd have to whenever whenever there's a captain on deck you always got to salute so i salute to the captain and nobody else and uh, i'm pretty sure the cheese is going to take a whiz on this one (laughs) Tugboat, what do you got? I like James's analysis. I've got a similar analysis, but that is the song says it all. At the end of the day, the cheese stands alone with his head held high, winning this match. All right, all right. <laughs> uh, so the despite the size difference on these guys, um, the captain's got way more experience here, and. In my, you know, in my experience, experience wins matches 99 times out of out of 100. Uh, the cheese is a lovable goofball, but uh, if he doesn't take this match seriously, I'm 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 thinking this is going to the captain, like no doubt. Uh, yeah. 
Like to- Tommy New Vegas Swiss. had it right. He said, this is one we're not going to want to miss. It's going to be a kick-ass match. Yeah, Aaron did claim in a promo uh, package leading up to uh, this match that he would kick the cheese in his derriere. <laughs> the captain knows how to turn a phrase. Let's turn to the next yeah. match here. We're looking at... I salute you, Cap. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at uh, Bison versus Samuel C. Uh, a-, a train. I yeah. know you. I know you know about these two. Let me have it. What's your analysis? Yeah, man. Uh, Bison uh, showed up with uh, Mr. Black uh, last time and, and totally ruined the match. Came back out a second time. Was just creating all kinds of havoc. Uh, he's a, he's a big, strong dude. Um, but let me tell you, man. I've been I've been looking up on Samuel C. I've been keeping my eyes to him. And uh, this man is a society changer, as he says. Um, you know, something that he said that really stuck out to me was when things change inside you, they change around you. So Samuel is out there to not only change the wrestling industry, um, but, you know, he's, he's out there to change society. And uh, he believes that, that Bison, you know, doesn't care about that. And he's correct. Um, the problem with changing society is when you're running into a beast like Bison, uh, it's hard to change society. So I'm actually going to lean Bison on this one. I like me some good meat. All right, Tugboat. Uh, what what do you think about uh, Samuel C.'s uh, mantra of changing society? you think he's going to be the one to get it done? I do. Um, and I don't know if this Bison requires quinoa in his diet, but uh, I do know that Sammy C is getting it done with his high flying. Uh, this guy's going to, his speed <clears throat> will, uh, you know, he's going to keep moving. He's going to keep moving and the big man isn't going to be able to catch him. And uh, I believe the high flyer comes out in this one. Jay Breezy, what do you think? Uh, well, last time at GTW, as Andy said, Bison and Mr. Black came in and caused a bunch of havoc up in that B. So, uh, I have a feeling that if Bison has Mr. Black in his corner during this match, then there's no way that he's going to lose. I think that they will do whatever it takes. And I, I think, I think you have a good point there. Uh, Bison, Bison's a monster. Um, and I love, I love Samuel C. I can get behind that mantra of changing society. Uh, I think Bison's goals aren't nearly as lofty. Uh, so it, as, as a matter of fact, he has one single goal, which is destroying Samuel C. So I gotta, I gotta go, I gotta go with Bison on this one myself, guys. Cause he is a, he's hungry. Yeah. 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 That's a solid, solid, uh, thought process there. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's move on to the next match here. We're, we're talking Cody Behringer versus Leroy Shogun. Uh, Andy, can Shogun get it done? Show enough. Um, actually not show enough. Uh, (laughs) that was just a nod to a fantastic movie. And, uh, Leroy Shogun, uh, definitely lacks inexperience, but, um, he's got a lot of determination, um, and he's not used to wrestling in a tag team matchup where Cody Behringer is one half of the Hellhounds. Um, so, you know, Leroy is, is all about himself, where Cody is typically going at it with somebody else. So it's an interesting uh, dynamic with the more experienced guy, but he's a tag team guy, versus the inexperienced guy who's just been 
by himself, and that's all he's ever known. So I do think in this situation, um, the veteran, uh, the veteranship of Cody Berenger does not get it done. Leroy Shogun, Shonuff, he's got the glow. He's going to get it done. All right, uh, Tugboat, do you think that uh, Cody Berenger is going to have something to contend with in the fact that he is not, you know, traditionally a singles competitor against I Leroy do. Shogun? I think that works to is. his disadvantage. Um, I think uh, Shogun gets the win here because of that. Uh, I just think that, you know, that when you're used to having somebody you have in your back all the time, you're, uh, you know, your wingman there, and you got to step out on your own totally different experience and i i just i don't think i'm not feeling it not feeling it so give okay. me shogun all right jay breeze i gotta ask you i gotta ask you the same question but keep in mind just because this isn't a tag match doesn't mean we might not see the other half of the hellhounds that that's exactly right you see you see daniel's got his head in the game i think cody Berger. i've seen him in action and this dude is not only the captain, and like I said, I always go with the captain. He's the captain of the Hellhounds. He's the one in charge. He's the one making the moves, making the decisions. So he's going to be out there just like he would be in a, in a doubles match. He's going to be out there by himself doing the exact same thing. Cody Berenger for the win. Yeah, I got. I I think I got to. I'm inclined to agree with you. Uh, agree with you there too, uh, Jay Breezy, because. I, I just I don't know if all the grit and determination that Leroy Shogun brings to the table is you know going to be enough to get past the sing like the singular focus that Cody Berenger has on on destroying Leroy Shogun and for for me I gotta I gotta say that it's gonna be I gotta say that it's gonna be a uh, Cody Berenger for the win there too uh, I'd say Cody in his promo really came off as uh, definitely like he's doing Shogun a favor, um, saying he gave him empathy and an opportunity to back down. Um, but Shogun wanted the fight, which that tells me a lot. Um, so Behringer said his debut will be his farewell, and the Hound is going to feast. And I think because he's talking a big game, you know, he's not going to be able to bite off what his bark is. Yeah, right. wrong hey we'll see we'll see <laughs> all right well let's uh let's move down the uh car uh i hate this guy darling daniel starling putting he's he gives all us daniels yeah. a bad name for one yeah handsome daniel solarzano i and darling daniel starling and yeah it, it's co yeah. copying it, it's I, you know, you I might have, I might have some legal yeah. recourse there. Yeah. When you guys come face to face, there's going to be some type of, uh, some type of electricity there. I'm sure. Well, I hope it never comes to that. I just want to, I just want to call the action. He's going to be, he's going to be competing against Robert Martyr. Uh, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> you got, you got to tell me, you got to tell me about this match. You got to tell me about Robert Martyr and how, how he's going to stack up against Starling Daniel Starling. Yeah, man. Um, if we're talking about, um, you know, this is one of your classic, um, you know, pretty boy kind of cocky, great a asshole um, that is going to cut corners, um, you know, every chance he gets versus a guy that's just tough as nails um, will go through, you know, hell and back to 
for a match, and he cares about just uh, the the matches themselves and and, and hurting people. Um, you know, so it's it's going to be a very interesting dynamic here. And, and uh, old darling Daniel Starling was trying to appeal to old Jay Breezy because uh, he claimed that Martyr is going to go up in smoke. Um, and, oh. I, and, and, you know, the thing is, I don't think Martyr minds that. Martyr's down to get down to the smoke and come out of it a, a better dude. But uh, for some reason... Darling Daniel Starling always kind of has a trick up his sleeve. Um, and I hate this man. He called Sarasota a trash down, and he's a, he's a trash human being. Um, however, uh, I think he's probably going to get it done. Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> Tugboat seems to have a different opinion here. Go. Uh, yeah, man. G- give me Robert Martyr. Uh, this guy... This guy will do whatever it takes to get it done. And, you know, sometimes that includes, you know, you know, he may be a great AA hole, but he's going to get thumbtacks in that a hole by the end of the night. So give me a give me a Robert Martyr for the win. All right. Jay Breezy. uh, (laughs) Birds of a feather flock together. What do you what do you think? I'll tell you what. I am with Tugboat on this one all the way. Wow. You're, Uh, You're going against the. Yeah, I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. Here's what's going to happen. Here's what I know. Here's what I know about Robert Martyr. Death match guy. This dude is a death match guy. He is taken. He that's right. He does not put up with any shit. And he is a death match guy. Tough as hell. I think he's going to take it, take it home. Uh, and then, you know, when Daniel's all all beaten and bruised at the end, as Andy said, he might be a guy that that might chill with a Jay Breezy from time to time. So mm-hmm. I'll smoke out your boy and make him feel better after he loses this match. Well, that's that's very nice of you. He he yeah. is on a heartbreaking hookup world tour. So maybe you guys can yeah. hook up. Yeah, he's such a cocky, great a asshole. Yeah, not not to mention, I th- I think maybe you you might have a uh, some uh some legal recourse here too. It seems seems to be taking the best of best of me and best of you, rolling it all mm-hmm. up in the ah uh, gimmick that infringement. Jerk. That jerk. I don't know what's in that hookah that he's smoking, but it certainly seems to be giving him a lot of confidence. Uh, yeah, I know. Look at this. Robert Martyr is he's tough as hell. Uh, not to be taken lightly. I'm going to have to go with a train on this one because I think, I think Starling has a plan and if he can execute that plan, it's going to him. Uh, again, I hate Daniel Starling's guts, but yeah, man, he can go ahead and F right off. But I, I think, I think he can get the job done. He knows how to win. Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's move on to some championship match matches. Oh Yeah. All right, we got the GTW Tag Team Champions, Azrael Rowe and Noah Vale, the Sexy Angels, versus Winston Bentley the the third and Connor McKay, financially stable. Uh, this this is gonna be this is gonna be a match. Um, you got you got finan- you you got the champions first off. They're the champions for a reason. Uh, they more or less had to kill themselves 
to get those GTW titles. Financially stable, on the other hand, um, these are two guys who will uh, get the job done any way possible. Lie, cheat, steal, buy off, whatever, any means necessary, these guys are going to are going to get the job done. Now, given that we have two such diametrically opposed foes, Andy, what do you think we're going to see out of this match? Yeah, man, this one's got a lot of heat in the buildup. Um, financially stable um, came to uh, no avail and tried to pay for the titles. You know, didn't want to even wrestle them. Just said, hey, we can do this the easy way or the hard way. Um you know, obviously, Noah Vale is a man of integrity. Um, he's, he's a champion. A, he's a man. Yeah, he's a champion, and he fought hard to get that. The man got thrown off of a building into the ring. And, and you know, Noah and, and Asriel have really, like, busted their asses for this thing. So he said, no thanks. The problem was uh, financially stable is also uh, have some great minds, and... Uh, Old Connor McKay, that, that little snake, uh, grabbed a bat and put it to the back of uh, Noah Vale. So we don't know um, if Noah's injuries from that, you know, that heinous attack, um, he, he's, he's recovered from it yet. And, and Noah Vale and Ezreal Rowe, um, they pride themselves on being able to use their athleticism and high flying. Uh, so we don't know what percentage Noah is coming into the match. Um, but what I do know is these guys dig deep and they will go to a place. I don't know that Financially Stable will do that. These are guys that have been privileged their entire lives. They, they take the shortcuts. And when you're talking about a tag team title match for the GTW Tag Team Championship, I don't think that's going to be enough to get it done. No avail, the, six pe the Sex Pistol is a damn star, and uh, I think the Sexy Angels are going to get it done. Tugboat, what do you think about it? Well, we all know, you know, financially stable, you use every dirty trick in the book to, to get what they want. But you know what money can't buy? It can't buy heart, and that's what the Sexy Angels have. And they've got it in buckets, my friend, and I'm going to give it to them for the win. Okay, Jay Breezy, uh, what, do you, what do you think? Is it going to be financially stable? Is it going to be the champions retaining? First of all, I didn't know the kid from Blank Check started wrestling. All right? <laughs> Secondly, teaming up with Jim Halpert from The Office. The Office is over, dude. Uh, sexy Angels all the way. <laughs> oh, do we have a clean sweep here, Dan? Oh, we have man, a clean sweep here. Our, this might be our first clean you, sweep. You can't... Uh, you can't you can't play the game by throwing money around. That ain't the way it works, kids. All right? Mr. McIntosh, your money, you take your money elsewhere. <laughs> that was the kid's name from Blank Check. Look it up. <laughs> All right. So, in, in my analysis, you have financially stable. They're a couple of the dirtiest players in the game. You saw what McKay did to Noah Vale outside of Titan Comics and Classic Inc. when he attacked him with that baseball bat. Uh, these guys are accustomed to getting what they want. Uh, Sexy Angels, on the other hand, you know, murdered themselves to get these titles. Uh, when it comes down to wrestling, I don't think that they can be out-wrestled. Um, however, 
if the champs are not extremely cautious, especially given that injury, I, their title reign could be in jeopardy. Mm. I'm not. I'm not saying that it's a it's a super sure thing for the sexy angels, uh, but they they got to come up with a good plan. They got to hope that no avail is recovering from that injury that he suffered. Um, it's a. I want to toss up for me. I want it. Re- it really is. Yeah. Uh, you know what the you know what the sexy angels got, Daniel? S T Y L E style. All right, that's a blank check reference again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sexy angels no all the way. <laughs> all right, moving on. <laughs> we are looking at the GTW Women's Championship match. The champion Ali Rex takes on the brat Aria Blake. Uh, and Andy, tell tell me about the challenger because we saw we saw Ali Rex uh, win win that championship in a uh, damn fine match. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ali Rex got it uh, done over uh, Sophia the Presence Castillo and uh, Aria Blake, the spoiled brat of professional wrestling, uh, was able to get it done and become the number one contender. And um, you know she's she's uh, she's a real fireball. Uh, you know has plenty of swagger. is is kind of like financially stable in some sense where she's been able to get everything she's want everything she's ever wanted. Um, you know claims to be the most beautiful girl in the whole organization. Um, so she's very very full of herself. And I say that to say that means. She's very confident. She's she's coming in thinking she's going to get this thing done. But, man, Rex in effect, my girl Allie Rex, um, she's got the crowd on her side. She's passionate. Um, she's defeated some, some big names in wrestling, uh, the likes of Nyla Rose and Jordan Grace. Um, absolutely relentless. Um, and when she hits her with the Rexecution, you don't come back from it. So, um I got to, again, give the nod to the champ here. And uh, I think Allie Rex gets it done over the spoiled brat, Aria Blake. Tugboat, your analysis. <sighs> well, you know, I, I, I think, uh, you know, beyond her swagger and her confidence um, and the fact that she is, you know, the, the spoiled brat of professional wrestling, she's got some great footwork. She's got nice kicks. Um but you know what? People are champions for a reason. Give me Allie Rex all day on this one. Big, oh, no. Yeah. All this, right. is the, Jay, this is the easy money. Jay, the Jay Breezy, New Jersey. Who, who you got for this one? Oh, man. You know, um, I saw, I got to see both Aria Blake and Allie Rex in action in the last GTW. And, uh, you know, I got to watch Allie beat up my girl Sophia. Uh, it was very upsetting to watch Sophia. I want to make sure Sophia Castillo. I want to make sure you're okay. If you're out there listening, I want to make sure you're okay. Let me know. Okay. Uh, we're all rooting for you. We know, we know, you know, that you're the next big thing, but because of that, I'm going Aria Blake just because I want her to take Mm. Allie out and revenge, get revenge for my girl, Sophia. I can understand how a uh, revenge-driven uh, victory yeah. would appeal to you in this scenario. Uh, the yeah. ch- the champ is retaining here, pure and simple. Uh, 
I mean, aside aside from all of the uh, accolades that she has over people who are also champions in their own right, uh, I just I just think that the spoiled brat Arya Blake is just a little too used to getting things her way, and she's in for a surprise come January twenty third. A rude, painful surprise. Well, you'll see. You'll see. <laughs> yeah, we we will see. <laughs> I, I have a feeling that James knows something that that we don't know about. Uh, maybe somebody that could possibly show up. Oh, maybe I. He is do the, know. He is the. Uh, you know, he's he doesn't make his millions in gambling for not knowing what he's getting into. So that is true. That is true. That's right. All right, let's. <laughs> I'm just thinking about all the uh, times you've made so many predictions that came true. It's uh yeah, you're, you're absolutely yeah. right, Tug. What can I say? I'm the Nostradamus of wrestling. <laughs> Much to my chagrin. Moving on, uh, we have the debut of the Hawaiian warrior, Kakoa, versus Tarzan Durin. Uh, Andy? Yeah, man. What what can you tell me about this match? You know, uh, Tarzan Durin started off as a extra in a deodorant commercial, and, and that's how he, he got his start. Um, and, uh, he was just kind of out there doing his thing, wrestling around and he just happened to luck into an opportunity to get into wrestling. So this dude has no idea what he's doing. Uh, he was listening. He was watching the movie Tarzan and listening to Duran Duran when he came up with his name. The, the guy literally, that, can, that can't be true. There's no way that's true. You know, it, you can look it up. It's absolutely true. Um, and if you can't find it, just know that I'm your source. Uh, this, so this guy, he just doesn't take this business seriously. Um, you know, versus the Hawaiian warrior, um, it's in the name. You know, this is, this is going to be, this is just going to be a squash match. Um, you know, it's not summer, but uh, throw, throw some butter on it because uh, this is summer squash. All right. <laughs> Tugboat, what do you think? Listen, we are all Golden Eagles, and Golden Eagles fly. And as they fly, they say, Kakoa! Kakoa, baby, getting the W. All right, Jay Breezy, your prediction. Wrestling's Nostradamus. Well, I'll tell you what. You you butchered Tarzan Duran's name with Tarzan Duran. It's definitely Tarzan Duran. And uh, say it like that, all caps, baby. Tarzan Duran for the win. You know, sometimes chaos gets the W. Sometimes inexperience comes in there, flipping around, throwing shit all over the place. You can't even prepare for something like that. Tarzan Duran for the win. Mm, I feel like there's something in the cards here. James isn't quite telling us. Is Is a fix about to happen? Listen, man, he's hungry like the goofy is. So that's a kind of like hungry like the wolf. It was kind of what I was going for, but I that. Tarzan Duran. Well, uh, I, I can't I can't uh, meet you with a harder disagree. Uh, I think with making his GTW debut, uh, Kakoa is going to come in fast and he's going to come in hard. He's a former MCW champion. He's the goddamn Hawaiian warrior. 
He's going to hit that top rope splash. He's going to make Tarzan Duran tap out with the Bruiser mission. It's all over. Kakoa's coming in. Kakoa is going to get the victory on that one. I can fly, almost Eagles guarantee fly, it. baby. No <laughs> doubt. All right. Uh, let's let's move on. Let's move on to a uh, Ernest Mack the Third's choice cut. We got Alex Ryman, Steve Off, the American Murder Society versus Mike Orlando and Timothy Sabisco. My God, this is going to be a match to remember. Andy, uh, tell tell us about the match. Yeah, man, this is uh, this is going to be a banger, and there's a reason it's your co-main. Um, American Murder Society. Um, they're a tag team that has been doing it together for a while. Uh, last time we had Ryman on the card by himself and, uh, he didn't get the job done. However, he's back with his teammate. And like we mentioned earlier, when you're a tag team wrestler and you got that person watching your back and you've been with that person, um, a lot of times it's a recipe for success. Uh, they're up against... Uh, honestly, if these were all single matches, if it was a four-way, probably your top two uh, odds maker, you know, wins are Sabisco and Mike Orlando. But Mike Orlando and Timothy Sabisco have not teamed up together. These are just two extremely, really, you know, uh, prolific wrestlers, um, but they have no history as a tag team. So you're going against. So you're going the talent. And, and a tag team that got put together by circumstance versus a tag team that's been doing it together for a while. It's, uh, it's uh, honestly, I, this is the toughest matchup so far that, that I've had in my head to call. Um, and, you know, the heart says Sabisco and Orlando, uh, but the head says American Murder Society. And I think I got to go with my head and go with Ryman and off American Murder Society for the victory. All right, uh, tugboat. Hey, he brings up a lot of good points. Uh, what do you, what do you, what do you predict happening for this match here? Well, I believe that when you have two, <clears throat> you know, yes, these two with Mike Orlando and Timothy Zabisco, they have not worked together. But Zabisco is a general, and he knows a ring general, and he knows how to rule. He will lead that supreme supreme athlete in Mike Orlando to victory. They're gonna do, you know, like this guy. This guy is what third generation Hall of Famer. I mean, he knows his shit. So, give, give me Orlando and Zabisco. All right, Jay Breezy, what do you think? I'll tell you what, guys. I was Steven off earlier today, and I was thinking about this match. And while I was doing it, I was thinking exactly what Andy was saying is that. Zabisco and Michael. <laughs> I think I think Stephen Off we really really just caught up, really just caught up to him there. <laughs> I mean, we lost James for a second. He took a, a little bit too hard of a hit off your girl, and uh, he, I think he's back though. Okay, yeah. So I think I uh, like as a lot like Andy said, Zabisco and Mike Orlando as are as green as a tag team as the logo for GTW. So I have a good feeling that Alex Ryman and Steve Off are going to take this one home. American Murder Society for the win. All right. Uh, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Experience wins ninety nine times out of a hundred. Uh, 
On the other hand, there is that one time out of 100 where the opponent can out-crazy you. Uh, you've got Mike Orlando, who's nine years of pro wrestling experience, and Timothy Zabisco is just oozing you know, wrestling pedigree. Uh, I, I can't call it. I can't call it. It's oh, uh, going to push. I, I, I'm oh, going to fold my money in half and stick it back in my pocket. I can't, I can't call it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, this, I would, this would be the push. I'll, for sure. I will, uh, I'll double that money down on this is going to be a hell of a match. Go, go Steve off, come back and then, and then let us know. <laughs> yeah, let me right? Clear my head. I'll, I'll Steve off and then I'll, I'll be yeah. thinking straight. And then there we go. Mm-hmm. Nah. Steve Austin. Yeah. Using Andy's crispy towel. Moving on to the main event, <laughs> we got the GTW did, Heavyweight did you steal my Championship. Towel? You son of a bitch! <laughs> yeah, I was just borrowed it for uh, the weekend, and I will, I will return it um, in two weeks. Oh my! We got the GTW Heavyweight Championship, the main event. You got the champion Kenny Bangle versus Mister Grim, uh, Andy. Man. What what do you foresee happening in this match? It's going to be wild. Yeah, match of the night. Um, many times you're going to look at a card and say your match of the night is probably coming from somewhere else, not necessarily uh, the marquee, the main event. Uh, that might be one that you're most excited for, but match of the night is probably going to go to the curtain jerkers, you know, or somebody like that. But here's the thing. Kenny Bangle and Mr. Grimm is a matchup for the ages. Kenny Bangle last time came out here and beat Timothy Sabisco for that GTW heavyweight championship. He's big. He's athletic. He's strong. Um, he's, he, he just, he can do it all. Uh, Kenny Bangle, he's, he's been here before. He knows what it is. But then you're up against Mr. Grimm. Mr. Grimm is a dude that you look at and you're like, okay, this dude's going to hit you with some power. And then, boom, 450 splash and pouncing your ass into the ground. He's freaky athletic for his size. Um, he reminds me a lot of uh, a wrestler on uh, another promotion um, named Keith Lee. And uh, this, this Mr. Grimm is just one fantastic wrestler and as good as Kenny Bangle is and as experienced as Kenny Bangle is in terms of being in the big dance, I'm gonna take the underdog and I'm gonna take Mr. Grimm here for the win. All right, Tugboat, your prediction for the championship match. You know, I've said it before, champions are champions for a reason. And uh <clears throat> you know, Kenny Bangle showed that a lot with his match against Tim uh Timothy Zabisco. That, you know, he has everything it takes to be a great champion, but he has not come across the likes of Mr. Grimm yet. Give me Mr. Grimm for the win. You got Mr. Grimm for the win. Uh, Jay Breezy, what what do you think? And uh, keep in mind, if I'm correct, Andy, uh, Mr. Grimm's coming coming in uh, uh, to this match off of a knee injury, correct? Yeah, we uh, we witnessed it. We even talked to him after the match. Um, he was a he was a little bit hobbled. Uh, he would not admit to it. You know, he he's just like ah. Caught it, no big deal. But we could, could see a considerable limp going on. And we don't know if that knee is correct. Um, if it's correct, 
Like, I think Grimm is taking this. But that is a good point where we don't really know where his health sits right now. All right, uh, Jay Breezy, your prediction for the championship match. I just got to say, before yeah. James, before Jay Breezy gets going, man, great broadcast journalism there, Andy, getting that inside scoop. Go ahead. Thank you. James. Yeah, um, I, I think that this is going to be a grim time for Mr. Grimm because Kenny Bangle, you don't disrespect the Tiger King, son, all right? Kenny Bangle has this match in the bag. Wow. I'm going I'm going KB for the win. Yeah, uh Mr. Grimm is uh, freakishly athletic for sure. Uh, <laughs> uh he's coming I, I again, I got to worry about that knee. Uh, if that thing is not 100% by January 23rd, I'm uh, the champ the champ is not going to have any problem retaining. Yeah. Well, I'll give you guys a couple of seconds also to go ahead and stop things and go ahead and appreciate my journalistic integrity as well <laughs> for the things that I've said today. All right. Maybe we'll have time for that during the next show. Uh, we're going to do a little uh, business in the uh, butt here, and then we're, uh, we're going to say farewell. We'll see you on uh, January 23rd. And uh, again, that show is, uh, is new gen on the block. It's at 5642 Jason Lee place. Uh, Get your tickets to that at eventbrite.com and subscribe to uh, Grind Time Wrestling there. Uh, tickets are only $20, and they are extremely limited. Again, you pay more at the door, so get your tickets now at eventbrite.com. Also, uh, go to Instagram, official Grind Time Wrestling. Give them a follow and uh, check out everything that's going on. You can see the match card. Uh, you can see different uh, promo videos that are going on. Uh, there's, there's everything's there. So, uh, official grind time wrestling on Instagram. You can also find them on Facebook at the same thing official grind time wrestling. Uh, now to check out all the other wonderful podcasts on the Jabroni U podcast network, follow the Jabroni university podcast network on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Jabroni U and at Jabroni U.com. There you can follow the exploits of the Allen club on why did we ever meet with Wes, Ashley, Cash, and Roxy. Tune into Biff Radio with Ben Center. Be a fly on the wall in Locals Barbershop After Hours with Shane Lindegren. Listen to all new hip-hop on Flow & Tell with James and Andy. Hey, you guys are here. That's us. Hey. Listen, uh... Breeze. Yeah, l- just keep listening to new hip-hop. I'll read it again with James and Andy on Flow & Tell. Uh, draft Pop Culture with Andy, James, and Drew on our flagship show, The Draft Podcast. And, hey, you're all here, Tugboat 2. <laughs> and your gateway to follow all these wonderful podcasts is jabroniu.com. Remember to give us that Dave Meltzer five-star rating and to like, share, retweet, and subscribe. Uh, boys, any final any final thoughts? Uh, Andy? Yeah, uh, I think this is going to be a hell of a card. There's a lot of great matchups on here. Um, some wrestlers that are that are coming off of victories from the last time. And then just some really good, interesting stories uh, to see how they play out. Um, but we all we all can agree on this: the thing that we are the most excited to see is someone putting them boots to old darling Daniel Starling. <laughs> Tugboat. Final thoughts. Uh, it's gonna be one hell of a night, guys. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing each and every one of you in person. Cannot wait to call this match or call these matches with you. And uh, let's have a good fucking time.
All right, Jay Breezy, final thoughts. Uh, we got Deathmatch Guy, we got Blank Check Kid, and we got Kenny Bangle. All right, that's all we got to say. Grind Time Wrestling, everybody. Come on out. As succinct as ever. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Grind Time Wrestling Podcast with the GTW Ringside Commentary Team. For A-Train, Tugboat, and Jay Breezy, I'm Daniel Salorzano. Take it easy.